Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up, knelt down before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud, honor your father and your mother. He replied and said to him, Teacher, all of these I have observed from my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, You are lacking in one thing. Go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At that statement, his face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. His disciples were amazed at his words. So Jesus again said to them in reply, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were exceedingly astonished and said among themselves, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For men it is impossible, but not for God. All things are possible for God. The Gospel of the Lord. Have you ever heard the maxim, the good is the enemy of the best? Why is that? Well, because sometimes we settle for what is good, because we feel it is good enough, (laughs) instead of pushing ourselves to achieve the best. As Matthew Kelly likes to say, you should seek the best version of yourself. But sadly, many of us settle for second best, which is another way of saying good enough. I will never forget how coach Nick Saban, who coaches the Alabama football team, articulated the difference between good and best. He explained his approach to football practice, saying this, We don't practice till we get the play right. We practice till we cannot get the play wrong. Can you catch the difference? Coach Saban does not settle for good enough, but rather teaches his players to reach for their best. He wants his team to understand that the good is the enemy of the best. And that is one reason Nick Saban holds the record for most college football national championships with seven titles. In the Gospel, Jesus has a conversation with a young man to whom he tries to teach the adage, the good is the enemy of the best. The young man seems eager to do more, not to be complacent 
He does not want to settle for second best. When Jesus tells him to keep a handful of the commandments, he answers eagerly, Teacher, all of these I have observed from my youth. At that point, Jesus turns into a spiritual Nick Saban and says, You are lacking in one thing. Go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. And suddenly, the good of material possessions turns into the enemy of the best of spiritual possessions. And the young man's desires are deflated. Just like many college football players who are eager and show up in Alabama for one week of practice with Nick Saban, give up. So this young man went away sad because he had many good things. That young man was willing to practice till he got it right, but not until he could not get it wrong. His good had become the enemy of his best. My friends, this Wednesday, we begin the holy season of Lent with Ash Wednesday. So let me sort of prime the pump as we approach this season of grace by inviting you to think about how good things in your life, good things, can become the enemy of the best things in your life. In a sense, Lent is the time to step up our spiritual practicing. Not just until we get a few of the commandments right, but until we can't get any of the commandments wrong. And notice, too, that it is surprisingly the good that is the enemy of the best, and not necessarily the bad, the sinful, or the evil. The spiritual life, in other words, is not always a simple and straightforward struggle of good versus bad, light versus dark, angels versus demons. Sometimes it is the naturally good things that keep us from the supernaturally best things. And as a result, this struggle is hard to see, and most of us miss it. This Lent, it is precisely the good that we must attack. Those things that we call good enough, second best, which is just really an excuse for our laziness and not seeking the best version of ourselves. I don't know if you are a fan of Alabama football or if you like Coach Nick Saban, but he is a Catholic, by the way. In fact, in 2020, when a reporter asked if Saban was going to watch the college football playoff selection, who's going to make it into the playoffs on television, he answered, I go to church from 11 to 12, so they're going to either have to schedule it at a different time or I'm going to find out when I get out of church. In other words, Nick Saban doesn't let the good of football become the enemy of the best which is Mass. Praise to be Jesus Christ.